This is the day which the Lord hath made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Hello, Metro FM family. This is your brother Jonathan with DHL Ministries, Decisions, Habits, Lifestyle Ministry. Coming with you again, uh, another message to join you here today. Uh, We're in the book of Revelation, so if you're new to this broadcast, get your Bible ready. We're talking about the book of Revelation and how it applies to our life. You can see clearly the character and the approach and the effects of the adversary in our world today magnified. So as we talk about these things in the book of Revelation, yes, we're talking about eschatological times or the end times, but we're living in the end of the church age. And so these things that we're seeing the culmination of in Revelation, I am certain if you are saved, if you have the Spirit of God in you, you can see the increase in the character of the enemy in the world today. And you are being tuned, you are being um, calibrated so that these things become more and more clear to you. If you are not saved, we'll talk to you at the end of this message. We'll express to you how you can come into the family of believers and have the same ability that we have to see these things. It is so important to have this overview of the book of Revelation. And again, you can study it yourself a little more in depth. But there's a lot to cover. We don't attempt to cover it all. But I'm praying that as you hear this, that your eyes are opened, your ears are open, your heart is more and more willing to obey what God is showing you personally. Now, thank God for revealing these things to us and helping us to see these more clearly as we go through this book. Uh, You can thank Him as you start to read this book. There's so much to see here. And we're in chapter 13 today. And there's a lot of description here. And hang with me. I like to read the word before we discuss things. So we're going to start with chapter 13 right now. And then we'll discuss some things that should become very, very clear to you. Thank you, by the way, for continuing to tune in on Wednesday evenings and Sunday mornings. And I hope this is proving to be fruitful and prosperous for you in your walk with the Lord. Revelation chapter 13. Starting at verse 1, it says, And I stood upon the sand of the sea, and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power and his seat and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed, and all the world wandered after the beast. And they worshipped the dragon which gave power to the beast, and they worshipped the beast, saying, Who is like unto the beast? Who is able to make war with him? Verse 5. And there was given unto him a mouth, speaking great things and blasphemies. And power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. And he opened his mouth in blasphemy against God and blasphemed his name to blaspheme his name and his tabernacle 
and them that dwell in heaven. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over all kindreds and tongues and nations. And all that dwell upon the earth shall worship him whose names are not written in the book of life of the Lamb slain from the foundation of the world. If any man have an ear, let him hear. He that leadeth into captivity shall go into captivity. He that killeth with a sword must be killed with the sword. Here is the patience and the faith of the saints. And I beheld, verse 11, and I beheld another beast coming up out of the earth. And he had two horns like a lamb, and he spake as a dragon. And he exerciseth all power of the first beast before him, and causeth the earth and them which dwell therein to worship the first beast, whose deadly wound was healed. And he doeth great wonders, so that he maketh fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men, and deceiveth them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying them that, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by a sword and did live. And he had power to give life unto the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause that as many would not worship the image of the beast should be killed. And he causeth all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and bond, to receive a mark in their right hand or in their foreheads. And that no man might buy or sell, save he that had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him that hath understanding count the number of the beast, for it is the number of a man, and his number is six hundred threescore and six. Well, that's chapter 13. And as you read that, you still might be uh, taken by all of the description, wondering what it all means. Well, what I would encourage you to do at this junction of this survey of the book of Revelation is to see the character and to speak of a few things in this chapter that should stand out to you. It's really important to see these things and to see the character or the rise in the character and influence of the devil himself and all of his minions in our world today. You see the end of the church age and the enemy knows that the end is near. Uh, he knows that God is almighty, but he tries to deny that. He tries to overthrow the work of God and he's persistent in these endeavors. And his influence is clear in the world today, in everything from entertainment uh, to what we're being taught in the world today. Because the beast or the antichrist is a false messiah, he will be a counterfeit of Christ and will even stage a false resurrection. We saw that in verse 14. People will follow and worship him because they will be awed by his power and miracles. We saw that in verses 3 and 4. 
He will unite the world under his leadership and he will control the world economy. And you can see these things being staged right now with instable or unstable economical situations post-COVID. Some people are still in the COVID challenge. You can see the lack of peace in the world and this beast will come and will offer peace in the world. The Antichrist will offer to lead the world and he will control the financial economy of the world. Now people are impressed by his power and will follow those who display that power forcefully. And this is why we we shouldn't run after these miracles. We shouldn't look for these types of things in this end of the church age. This antichrist will use the naivete or the childlikeness or the um, ignorance of those who are in religion. Those people who are not sensitive to what the word of God is saying. And there's a distinction between those who are disciples of Christ, those who are growing in the knowledge of God, those who are familiar with what the Bible actually says, those who have meditated and memorized, prayed the Word of God, and they know the principles and see the connectivity of the entire Bible. Those will be able to see through the things that are being presented, but the people who stayed on the surface, either in arrested development or actually who aren't saved, who just believe they're saved because of a few actions or activities or feelings in their life, will be deceived by this master deceiver. And so if we are being conditioned to be protected through the increase of this, then we should take heed to what chapter 13 is saying will be the thing that impresses and manipulates and uh, moves people the most to deceive them. We shouldn't be unwise to the tactics of the enemy. Now, the enemy has influence over the world today because this is allowed for a season, and you can see it in all forms of entertainment, in the worship of famous people who have no credentials of knowledge or wisdom, but because of their popularity are sought to for advice and counsel. And they're shaping the way people see the world because of their influence. And they're talking of more pleasure and redefining roles and doing all these things. You can see that today as you look out in on the global scale, you can see that influence of the enemy manipulating people and conditioning them. Well, God wants to condition us. He wants to protect and immunize us. And so if you have the ears that hear, meaning your spiritual ears, if you have the eyes that see, meaning you can see things from through God's character, and God's goals, God's will, and you have a heart willing to obey what God is showing you, then you will grow into maturity and that that, that perfect commitment with God, mature commitment, mature love for God. And that perfect love casts out fear, has that power of God flowing through him or her to cast out fear, which is the main operating function of the enemy, is to stimulate fear. God has, we have reverential fear for God, respect for God. The enemy stirs up emotional fear. He oppresses. God liberates. He uh, gets people in bondage. God frees us. You see? Now we can be set free from the captor, but we have to develop and grow 
in understanding what this means in our life. We ha- God has to deliver us from several things, even though we've been set free. God has to deliver us from the challenges in our life, one by one. And that comes through submission to God. The Bible says, submit to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. That's the process, to submit to God. And then the, the power of God will be able to flow through you to resist the devil, and then he will flee. The challenge is my family is in the midst of all this information that's flowing, we need application. And you see that in the world today as well. You see an abundance of information through the internet, but an extreme lack of application of that information. And therefore there's no wisdom, right? We have people saying a lot of things and positioning themselves with arguments that sound like they make sense, but there's no application. These things don't pan out and we have great Uh, People who we call great who are rising up in leadership because they can speak eloquently or share a lot of information. But without the application, there's no transformation. Can you hear this? The deceiver will come with miracles, signs and wonders and simulate uh, resurrection. He will come and impress people with all these things. And so to grow in discipleship is paramount. To grow in a personal, intimate relationship with God is key. Now, through COVID, we've had uh, extremes where we couldn't gather as a church physically. Many people have branched out and used resources to gather online and continue to Bible study. Praise God. But it hasn't been the majority. It's only been the minority who have made exceptions. Some people said they needed a break and took a whole year all from fellowship. Well, how has that served you? God has given us an opportunity to redefine and understand the called out ones, the ecclesia, the church, and what it means to him, and to grow in that capacity. Now the enemy um, will also, let's read some more about this. Those who follow the beast will only be fooling themselves. He will use his power to manipulate others to point to himself and to promote evil plans. God, by contract, uses his infinitely greater power to love and to build up. So don't be misled by the claims of miracles, great miracles and reports of a resurrection or reincarnation of someone claiming to be Christ. You see, when Jesus returns, he will reveal himself to everyone. And this will be distinctly different from the counterfeiter, from the accuser of the brethren, from the father of lies. Jesus Christ will be clear. But how we can see the power of God now is through developing in discipleship. How we can be certain of what is being spread in falsehood, in lies, in misrepresentation is by knowing the character of God, submitting to God, allowing Him to flow through our lives. It's really key. This isn't some catchy program that we put together to help you to have something to listen to on Wednesday nights and Sunday mornings or on YouTube or any of the other venues. This is a mission to equip the saints that you would uh, open the eyes of your understanding and your ears and your heart. And so when you hear these things, I know it's not often polished, but that's not the point. The information dissemination is the point, but the application is completely up to you, the hearer. The application is up to you. Apply it to your life. Respond to the gentle conviction of the Holy Spirit. Stop doing what God is showing you to stop doing what you know you should not ought to be doing. And start doing the things that God is encouraging you to do. 
get directly connected with God. Understand the Word of God for yourself. Now, I know it's droning on, it's kind of preachy, but, but take heed to what God is trying to show you right now. Please take heed. Read this book, chapter 13 of the book of Revelation, and consider well what's being said in the culmination of the end of the church age. We're talking eschatological end times. You can see the rise in all of these types of things now in the pursuit of seeing miracles and seeing signs and seeing wonders and seeing these artificial expressions of Christ's likeness. Know the truth and the truth will set you free. Grow and mature in the things of God so that you're not so easily swept away by eloquence of speech or perceived power and authority. Let Jesus Christ be the authority, the one you seek. Let the Spirit of God be the teacher, the one who teaches you all things. And take heed what he's showing you right now. As we go through this book of Revelation and this survey, as I said, the the goal is to see some principles and have application and actually apply it to your life growing in the knowledge of God. There's an abundance of resources. You can join our WhatsApp group by calling or texting 260-97583-6324. That's 260-97583-6324. You can search us under DHL Ministries. Pick us up on the app called anchor.fm. You can see us on YouTube with daily devotionals and and, uh, sermons and messages there. Of course, you're picking us up on Radio Box, which helps us to go around the world through Metro FM 94.5, if you're close enough to pick that signal up. And also, uh, you can catch us on podcasts. There are podcasts out there. So just search DHL Ministries and you'll be getting more and more information. Listen, if you're hearing all this and you want to enter into this relationship with Jesus Christ, it's the ABCs. A, admit you're a sinner. And I know that just, it, it can mean a number of things based on religion. But what it means is you've missed the mark or the goal for God in your life. You're not living the way life, the life God has for you. Just admit that. Say it out loud to God, just between you and Him, that you're not living that life and you want to live the life He has for you. A, admit. B, believe. Now that means to trust and rely on the truth that Jesus Christ died for you. Not just to have an understanding in your mind, but to show by the expression of your life the fruit of repentance and turning yourself from the things that you know are wrong to God through Jesus Christ. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. And see, confess. Share this information with people around you, especially those you see that are Bible-believing Christians, people who you've seen a clear distinction in their life. And then, of course, the people from your life, your past, your family, and let them know you're changing and, um, and set that line, set that standard. Hallelujah. So, 260-975-836324. Give a call or text there to join the WhatsApp group. And we will meet with you again the next time we get together. Consider these things well. When you are in the WhatsApp group, you can get the link to the podcast of this message after it is aired, and you'll be able to listen to it again. Read the book of Revelation. Chapter 13 was the focus today. May you all be richly blessed and grow abundantly in your maturity and your relationship with God and discipleship. I pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen.